Welcome to the Ultimate Vanderpump Rules Rewatch Podcast. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Lindsay. And we're your hosts of VPR Rewind. I felt like this episode wasn't, like the, a lot wasn't in it. Like it was just kind of a, mm. nothing explosive, I guess. Nothing explosive, but I don't yeah. know. I felt like there was a lot, especially with um Kristen. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome back to VPR Rewind. I got it right this time. There you go. <laughs> it's only yeah, three seasons in. Um, we are on episode seven, season three. It's called New Girl, Old Grudges. But before we get into that, we're going to do some housekeeping. I need to talk about Tom Sandoval's Lifetime movie. Um, okay, so I thought that he was going to be the like tall dark and dangerous i thought he was going to be like the main character and he wasn't he had one scene um so the premise of the movie is that he had a roommate and his roommate's name was chris and tom's name in the movie is jason so that's what i'm going to refer to him as so chris and jason were roommates and chris um started a like online dating profile with jason's picture and so so he was basically catfishing these women okay. that he was, like, going out on dates with. So he meets up with this woman and she's like, you're not the picture <laughs> that is online. <laughs> Did they look very like, different? No, they looked similar. Okay. okay. So he's like, oh, yeah, like, sorry about that. Whatever. Give some explanation. And then she's like, well, I don't want to, like, date you because that's fucking weird. So then he stalks her. He stalks her. Stalks? He stalks her. Um okay. And he eventually ends up like killing his therapist. And, like it's a whole big thing. Anyway, the acting's horrible. Like, don't watch it. It's it's not worth anybody's time. But in the scene that Sandoval's in, she meets up with him to talk about this Chris guy. And he's like, Didn't you know or didn't he talk about his girlfriend before you? I think her name is like Mercedes or something like that. And she's like, No, he hasn't said anything about it. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, they were dating, but then he said they broke up. And so I didn't, like, really question it. And I'm like, so <laughs> he didn't really have to act in this movie because it was basically, like, right. life. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. And there were a couple other lines. I can't remember what they were, but that were very, um, like, ingrained in his own life. Maybe that's why they cast him. Maybe. They're like, oh, you've been there, done that. You've been natural. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it was. I mean, I knew it was going to be a shitty movie because it was a Lifetime movie. I mean, come on. None of them are that Mm -hmm. good. But I just thought he would be in it more. But he wasn't. I don't think he's made for acting anyway. He wasn't that great. (laughs) And then season or episode three of season 11 aired this week. And... I was dying because Sheena um, is talking about. So she released an emo version of her song Good as Gold. It's like a screamo version. And her and Katie and Ariana host like an emo night, like once a month or something at this club. And so she screams or sings her like emo song, her emo version. Oh, all right. And the guys that produce the song are called the 27s. And so she's like, releasing an EP album with them. She's got a couple other songs out that Apple's song. I don't know okay. if you ever looked into that, but if you haven't, you should check it out on YouTube. 
Okay. Um, is it a video? Or is it just like... It's like a lyrics video. Okay. Yeah. So, um, in one of her confessionals, she's like, I never wanted to be like a pop star. I wanted to be... I wanted to take more of like the Gwen Stefani, like Fergie route, where I'm just like traveling with my boy band in the background. And I'm like, you and your fucking dudes. Like, she just always yeah. has to be around the dudes. And she's like, guys now, now I'm living my dream, you know, because the, the 27s are all guys. And so, you know, oh she's gosh. like getting to sing with them or whatever. I'm like, wow. okay, well, she hasn't changed at all. And then they do a VPR after show. It's like a 20 or 30 minute segment where they sit down and talk with the cast members about certain scenes in the episode. And in the episode, Tom Schwartz tells Ariana that she's not the queen of the group. And um, in the uh, like little interview thing um, in the after show, Lala, James, and Sheena are the are grouped together. And then like Katie and Ariana are grouped together and the Toms are grouped together. And that's how they interview them. Okay. And so they're talking with James and Sheena and... and um, and Lala about this like queen bee comment or whatever. And Lala's like, I think she deserves to be the queen bee. Like she had shitty things done to her. You know, she's like killing it out there. Like she can be the queen bee of the group. And um, James is like, I feel like there's one every season. Like one of the girls is always like the queen bee or whatever. And Sheena's like, I mean, yeah, I was never the queen bee, but yeah, Ariana deserves it. But like, I, I've never been it. <laughs> and <laughs> like, it's a trophy. Yes, or like you always have to bring it back to her. like Lala wasn't like I've never been it, but like whatever it's it's right. It be it. She was just like, yeah, she deserves to be it, you know, whatever. But of course, Sheena is like, well, you know, I've never been the most liked of the show. Everybody's always hated me. I've never been the queen bee, and I'm like, this is why, though. This is why because you always have to bring it back to yourself. You always have to talk about yourself. She oh, just drives me nuts. I just really always don't like her. So anyway, I think that's all the housekeeping I have. But if I think of something else, we'll talk about it at the end. Okay. Um, but in this episode, we when we left off last time in episode six, Katie, Stassi, and Christina were at Stassi's. And Katie was filling them in on her conversation with Tom the night before about the rumors going around that he had slept with someone. And Tom says it absolutely did not happen, but Christina had her reservations and she's worried that like more of the story will come out later. And then at that point, Schwartz walks in with a bouquet of flowers that, and that's where this episode picks up. Mm -hmm. As soon as he walks in, Stassi is like, I just heard you made out with someone. Do you care to explain? Like, no bitch. He doesn't have to explain anything to you. (laughs) Like you're not his girlfriend. Tom says, no, I came here to drop these off, drop off these flowers. Uh, But Stassi and Christina, they're not going to let it go. And Christina says, who cheats on someone as amazing as Katie? And Tom is like, I fucking guess I do. Like, (laughs) I did. Like, you already know it. Right. Right. Like, I guess I do. I don't know what he's supposed to say. He brought flowers for Katie. And he also brought a tulip for Christina and a tulip for Stassi. And I actually thought that was really nice. Mm-hmm. But Stassi, on the other hand, is like, nope, you can't charm your way out of it. I don't know. Maybe he's being manipulative, but it doesn't come across that way to me. No, I thought Stassi was being very hard on him. Yeah. And then, like, when he was like, 
when she had asked like who cheats on Katie or something. And he's like, I do. And she's like, you can't make a joke right now about that. Like it's, you can't make a joke about it. And I was like, yeah, and he wasn't like laughing, but he was just kind of like, hello, like elephant in the room. Like I did. <laughs> yeah. You know, you asking a dumb question. Yeah. So yeah, I felt like Sassy was pretty hard on him. Well, she's the queen of the group. So she gets to say whatever yeah. she wants. <laughs> Um, he seems genuinely sorry to me, and he knows how important Katie's friends are to her. So I think he's being respectful to them as well. And quite frankly, it's not Stassi or Katie's business, like what he mm-hmm. did or didn't do. Yeah. Stassi or Christina? My dog is dreaming, and he's like, I think he's chasing something. He's like running and making little squeaking noises. It's real cute. Mm-hmm. Stasi is giving I am the devil and don't you forget it attitude to Schwartz. And he's like, mm-hmm. listen, I'm exhausted because I haven't slept like him and Katie were up the night before talking. And he's like, my nerves are shot. I really don't give a fuck what you think. He doesn't say that, but yeah. He says that. yeah. And Stasi's like, OK, then get out of my house. So Schwartz leaves. This makes Katie very emotional, and in her confessional, she says she wishes Tom had stayed and stuck up to Stassi, but I think that's bullshit. Like, I think if he was giving it back to Stassi, Katie would have been mad at him. Like, like speaking that way. Stop. To stop. Yeah. 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 And I feel like it's kind of not to the not to the extent, but kind of the same situation with Jax. Like, Katie is upset because, you know, or like, Tom's friend is coming at Katie where now it's Katie's friend is coming at Tom. Right. So it's kind of like double standard if she wants to get, you know, mad at Jax, but not mad at Saucy kind of thing. Yeah. Like granted the words aren't the same, but it's still very similar. And I think it was good on, on Schwartz to like get up and just like walk away from the situation. Like mm-hmm. I felt like that was very mature of him versus yes. I'm sure if Jax were there, he would have like, fed into it and there would have been like a screamy match it would have escalated yeah and if you know katie was so upset she could have you know she could have also just gotten up and left too what she should have done was told stassi to shut the fuck up Mm -hmm. that's what she should have said yeah (laughs) because that i mean that's what she wanted tom to say to Jax Mm -hmm. when Jax was like digging into her so she needs to do the same thing yeah. And she also needs to stick up for Tom. Like, if they've already had the conversation and they're okay with it, like, she needs to do what she wants Tom to do for her. Right. And that's the thing. If she's made her decision that she's going to move past it and stuff, then no matter if somebody agrees with it, they kind of just have to respect that. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. Katie says in her confessional that Tom has some growing up to do, but I would make the argument that Katie has some growing up to do as well. <laughs> hmm Yeah. After that very dramatic opening, we head over to Sir, where Lisa and Peter are discussing Gay Pride Week. Um, because the opening of Pump, Lisa decided not to do the parade this year, which is probably a good idea, and just have a party at Sir and a party at Pump. And this will be Pump's first Gay Pride Week, so I expect that it's going to be a pretty good turnout. At the main bar... A pretty young blonde approaches and Jax beelines right over to her, like never seen him move so fast. Her name is Vale, and she tells him that she is friends with Danny, who is a server there, and that she has an interview with Lisa. Jax says that after her interview, she can come back to the bar and have a drink on him, of course. 
as soon as she walks away, he turns to the other bartender and says, I'm going to sleep with her. Probably. Probably I'm going to sleep with her. <laughs> and so I love confident. how I love how he sticks the probably probably at the end as an afterthought. I think it's because he's like not entirely sure that he can win her over because she might be like too smart to fall for his bullshit. Yeah. A little out of his league. <laughs> yeah. So then if that happens, he could be like, well, I said I would probably sleep with her, but like she just wasn't my type or yep. you know, whatever excuse he wants. She wasn't to dumb enough for me. Right. <laughs> In her interview with Lisa Vale says that she does have some serving experience. She used to work at another restaurant in LA and she graduated from Princeton. And Lisa is like, um, but the people who work here haven't even graduated from kindergarten. Like, <laughs> why do you want to work here? Immediately when she said that, I was like, what the fuck are you doing there? <laughs> what are you doing? There? Yeah. Before she even be like a lawyer or like in Congress or something. Yeah, I graduated from Princeton. Now I'm going to be a server. Like that doesn't even sound. <laughs> well, she doesn't even become a server. She's a host. Like that's yeah. even lower. Mm-hmm. She admits that she is a struggling actress, so that's why she's there, and she needs to work somewhere that she can make a lot of money so she can pay her bills. But also, I'm like, why would you waste your money going to Princeton if you want to be an actress? Yeah, I don't. Maybe they have like a good theater school or something. I don't know. I guess unless she had like a scholarship and like so she didn't really pay for her tuition or her parents just paid for her to go just so she maybe or she got a degree and like she just didn't really want to do that and that was like her fallback. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I don't know. I just think if I was gonna go to school at Princeton, even if I wanted to be an actress, I would do something else in my fucking life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lisa decides to give her a job, but warns her that she doesn't encourage any intercompany dating. So a <laughs> little foreshadowing there. Katie and Schwartz are out for a romantic dinner. They both feel as if this whole situation has brought them closer together and made them appreciate each other more. And sometimes that is how these things happen. Like relationships are in a rut. Someone cheats. And then instead of breaking the couple apart, it kind of makes them like open their eyes and reevaluate themselves and their partner and their relationship and then kind of swings them the other way and the relationship becomes stronger. But Katie still does not want Tom to have anything to do with Jax. And Tom is like, listen, that's not even logical because we have the same group of friends. So I can't just like not be friends with him. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're going to be in the same place at the same time, hanging out with the same people. So she eventually concedes and she's like, fine, just like no more bro downs, which I assume is like Vegas trips. Yeah. They're, I don't know. Which I feel like is a compromise. Yeah, for sure. It's time for the gay pride party. And surprisingly, Schwartz is working at pump. Lisa says she needs all her best people on hand. And if they aren't available, then she calls Schwartz. So (laughs) hopefully he can stick it out for his entire shift. Over at Sir, Katie and Christina show up and their silk scarf dresses are back. Classic. <laughs> In a different print, but still. Um, Sheena actually has hers tied at the waist, though, and she's wearing it with shorts. So I guess it's versatile. Versatile. Yeah. Whatever that word is. I went to college, guys. I know words. I just <laughs> haven't had to use them in a long time. Um. Everyone is getting spray painted and having lashes and makeup put on and Vale and Jax are in the corner flirting. Danny catches this and is like, uh-uh, no way. Like, Jax, you have a girlfriend and Vale, you don't want to 
get mixed up with him. And Vale's like, no way. I would never. Like, I, I would never do that. And honestly, I forgot Jack had a girlfriend. Like, I totally Yeah, when she that. said that. Yeah, when she said that, it, like, kind of caught me off guard for a second. And I was like, oh, yeah, Tiffany. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, same thing. It, like, caught me off guard. But. Well, it's because they know Jax. They're like, no, this isn't happening. Exactly. Exactly. And he could probably get away with it. And Tiffany would never know because she doesn't live there. Right. She's not, like, a part of the show at all. Yeah. Nobody in the group but, is going to run to her. I'm thinking he's probably thinking the same thing in his head. Like, I can probably get away with this. Yeah. Jax needs out-of-town girlfriends. <laughs> that is true. He really does. Different different hoes and different area codes. There you go. Um, Sassy shows up at Pump wearing what I can only assume is a pillowcase or maybe an apron that she's like bunched up and tied around the top of her to make a shirt. Yeah. I didn't really think it was like giving off like I'm going to a pride party. No. Like it was she very. Was in all white. I I just didn't understand the top. I don't know. Yeah. It's New York fashion. She brought it back. Yeah, I guess. And then she had on that really giant statement necklace that she wore in episode one that I said Mm -hmm. looked like it was part of the dress. I'm like still on the fence about it. I can't decide if I love it or hate it. I for sure hate her top, but I still don't know about the necklace. (laughs) (laughs) Um. She immediately finds Schwartz behind the bar and has to bring up this whole like makeout session again. She's like, "Who just makes out with someone?" I'm like, "Well, you guys live in LA and you're in your 20s and you work at a bar, so I would mm-hmm. assume everyone is yeah. making out with everybody." Like, <laughs> I just like, obviously doesn't make out with somebody is the question. Yeah, I don't like. Con- we've talked about this. Like, I don't condone cheating or anything like that. But in this atmosphere and with the way that these people are i just it's not a surprise it's not a shock that it's happened i guess Mm -hmm. but sassy acts like it is right like it's not i I don't know this isn't out of the norm (laughs) i guess no um schwartz i'm sure feels like he's beating a dead horse he's like i know like i'm well aware that i made out with someone and i've already apologized but I definitely didn't sleep with anyone. So I don't know why Jax made that up. And Saucy says, well, you can't be friends with him anymore. <laughs> That's like, it. You're not his mother. Like Between her trying to get everyone to not be friends with Jax and continuing to like bring up this makeout, it's feeling very Kristen-ish of her. Yeah. And I feel like she tries so hard and it's like bothering her so much that people aren't giving in. Mm-hmm. Like she's really having a power struggle with this because she's like, why aren't you doing what I'm saying? Like I'm supposed yes. to tell you what to do and you're not doing it. And it's just pissing me off. Yes. That's exactly what it is. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Over at sir, Kristen is reminiscing with James about gay pride week last year when Kristen saw the text on Tom's phone between him and Ariana saying they wish they could have their own Coachella. And then she straight up asked Ariana if her and Tom had ever hooked up and Ariana says no. And James says that not only would he like to have a gay pride day with Kristen that wasn't about Tom, he would like to have any day with her that wasn't about Tom. And I'm like, why the fuck are you with her then? No, because she can't let that shit go. Uh -uh. If all she'd ever does is talk about Tom every day, like, why are you even with her? Because she told you you had a big dick? Like, (laughs) so what? 
if that's all that you need to get with somebody, like I'm sure yeah, there'll be other girls. Lots of girls anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, things are dead at Sir because everyone is over at Pump celebrating, which makes complete sense. But it is very odd to see Sir so empty during yeah. Gay Pride when, like, the last two seasons they've been so busy. Mm-hmm. Everyone at Sir is kind of standing around, not doing much not making any tips. Sheena's upset because now she can't pay for the dessert bar at her wedding. <laughs> She's like, everybody's okay. going on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> Since things are so slow, Jax heads down to pump to quote, check on Schwartz. So he goes over there, they take a shot together. And then Jax is like, dude, there's this new girl. It's her. Her name is Vale, And she's so hot. You have to come check her out. I like I think aliens came down to Earth and like sucked out Jax's brain for research. Something. Because he clearly doesn't have one. Like he's got Nothing a girlfriend. Up there. Mm-hmm. Schwartz has a girlfriend. And Schwartz points out he's on the very short leash. Like neither of these dudes should be checking out any girls. Right. I and maybe you already know the answer to this, but I wonder if like Tiffany watches this season back. And, like, sees all the stuff he was doing when they were supposed to be together and then, like, has an opinion. Does she ever come on, like, a reunion show or anything? She does not come on a reunion show. I think she might show up in another episode or two, but I honestly don't remember. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Um, Yeah. They don't work out, whatever the case may be. Right. But I don't know if she comes back on the show. I don't. I'm just. Some people are, like okay with their significant others like looking at other women or looking at other men maybe those relationships no. are really secure i don't know I will but cut your face josh <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding i'm just kidding i won't cut your face but josh would never no. do that though no um no. but i don't like that no. at all and i would want to care i guess i want to do that i guess if i don't know if he's walking down the street and he sees somebody and he keeps his mouth shut and keeps it to himself, whatever. It's not affecting me. Yeah. When you voice it, I think that's right. when I have a problem with it. Or when you voice it to your buddies or something like that. I feel like it's disrespectful. Yeah. I think so, so too. I do know guys like that. I am not aware of, of Josh doing that. Um, and I don't think he does, but I just... That I think would just give me the ick. Like, yeah, that's fine. You have those those thoughts, whatever, in your head. But like, when you start voicing them, that's when, or when you start like actually doing it, like going to like checking out another girl or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I just don't think that's okay. No, Mm-mm. or even like how when Jax came to Schwartz and said, "Oh, you gotta go check," and he's like, "I can't check out any girls." Chris or Katie's got me on this leash, and it's like that shouldn't have been your answer. No, it shouldn't matter what length your leash is. Like you yeah. shouldn't be checking out any other girls. You should have said, no, I'm good. Like you shouldn't be looking at them either, Jax. You ha- have a girlfriend. That's what yeah. you should have said. Yeah, exactly. Even though Sarah doesn't have any customers, it still has a lot of drama in the form of Kristen. She walks up to the bar that Ariana is working at and orders a drink for one of her tables, I assume. And she's like, so deja vu, huh? This girl, she's so fucking unhinged. This is about to be the most unhinged I've ever seen her. 
she says, this time last year, I came up to this bar crying, asking you if you had ever hooked up with my boyfriend and you lied to my face. Like, first of all, it's been a year and you're dating someone new. Like, I will say, Kristen did look better at this pump part or this cry party than she did the last one because she had that fucking Daisy headband on. When oh, yeah. Flashback. I was like, oh, there she is. <laughs> at least now she looks a little better. So I'll, I'll give her that. That's about the only thing I'm going to give her to. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with that. She says to Ariana, you can have my life. He's cheating on you the same way that you cheated on me, like referring to the Miami girl. And Ariana's like, I don't think that my life with him is anything like yours. Like, she's so unbothered. She's like, okay. (laughs) Then Kristen just really goes off the rails. And she's like, I'm going to stop by the apartment this week to talk about bills. And you don't have to be, like, right there. And Ariana's like, I'm just there. Like, yeah, that's her boyfriend's place. She has more of a right to be there than Kristen does. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even, like, when she was there, she was, like, standing next to Tom, like, what right. you say to him? Like, she was she literally was in, the in the corner. Yeah. She was playing not Candy Crush. Bothering. Yeah. Not even bothering them. Not even interjecting, like, nothing, no. like. Kristen, I think just it bothered her that she was there. But I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And Kristen's like, you're always there. You're always just there. Like, I would have been like, why the fuck wouldn't I be? That's my boyfriend's house. But Ariana's just like, okay. She's just like so calm. Like, okay. I just want to, I'm going to be more like Ariana. That is my 2024 goal is to just be like so chill and be like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Um, it's very obvious that Kristen doesn't want Ariana around so she can like worm her way back into Tom's life. But Ariana doesn't take the bait. She's super cool about it. And she just looks at Kristen like she's nuts. And Kristen tells Ariana, just relax. When I'm trying to talk to him about bills, I'm not trying to fuck him. And Ariana's like, I never fucking thought that you were. <laughs> like, Yeah. And I don't think can, he would touch you anyway. But No. You can tell Ariana is like doing her very best not to laugh right in Kristen's face. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not jealous of Kristen at all, but Kristen clearly wants her to be. And I think Kristen just can't stand that Tom has like moved on so quickly mm-hmm. and that him and Ariana seem to just have like such a great relationship when her relationship with Tom was shit, like from the very beginning. Yeah. She wants to have, she wants Tom to have been the problem in their relationship. But as of right now, she was the problem and she doesn't like that. So a couple of days later, Kristen is getting ready at James's apartment to go over to Tom's. She's doing her makeup and curling her hair. And like, I get it. You want to make them remember what they lost, but only if you're single. Like, That's don't what I'm saying. Boyfriend's house, getting all dialed up to go to your ex-boyfriend's house. And that, when she was doing that, I'm like, James, why are you not being like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, he's too chill. Like, like do you want me to go with you? Because I'll go with you and show up with you. Because yeah. you're going over there looking like that. Like, what are you expecting? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was- I thought it was very, because that is not even how Kristen normally dresses on a day-to-day basis. So it's not even like she normally dresses like to the nines. Like, Yeah. He knew exactly what she was doing. Mm-hmm. But he ju- I don't know why he doesn't say anything about it. I don't know. So she basically says that she just doesn't want Ariana to be there because all she does is sit in the corner and doesn't say anything. 
And I'm like, but if she did say something, you'd be pissed about that too. You'd be bitching about that. You just don't want her there. Right. She says, it's not like I'm trying to have a heart to heart with him. And I'm like, well, that's exactly what it seems like you're trying to do because otherwise, Mm -hmm. why the fuck would you care if Ariana was there or not? And my thing too is like, you're going there to pick up your bills or whatever. He could have brought him. I'm sure you have like a fucking cubby or something at Sir. Like, why didn't he? He could have just brought him and stuck him in your cubby or you knew you were going to work together at some point. Just rubber band them together and fucking hand them to you. That's what I thought. I wrote that in my notes. I'm like, why can't he just bring them to work with him? Mm-hmm. Like, like, what do you need to go there for? Yeah, exactly. James, he does say... Like, okay, is this going to be the last time that you have to go there to pick stuff up since you've already been like four or five times? Like, Mm -hmm. why? I don't understand why you have to like keep going. Just like get all your shit at once and let's be done with it. And she's like, hopefully this is the last time. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Kristen. Um, Sandoval is cleaning up his apartment, getting ready for Kristen's visit. Ariana is not there, but he made sure that Schwartz is there so he doesn't have to be alone with her. Schwartz says that the ghost of Kristen still haunts the apartment and that Ariana says she can still hear Kristen's ghost slamming the microwave at night. (laughs) I thought that was funny. (laughs) This is when Kristen shows up in a very low cut dress and a very short dress with very Mm -hmm. tall heels. It It was not even something that you would normally see somebody walking around in. Uh -uh. It was was like a cocktail dress that you would wear out on a, like a night out it's not yeah. even some, a daytime dress like yeah it was no it was so obvious what she was trying to do mm-hmm. um tom has a bag of mail for her and she's like i did my change of address like over a week ago and tom points out you haven't lived here for six months like why yeah. am i still getting your mail why just a week ago Yeah, and she's standing there, like, going through it at his kitchen table. Like, just get your shit and go. Just Mm -hmm. grab your bag of mail and leave and go through it at your own apartment or at James's apartment. Yep. Tom is on to her, and he sees right through her act. He tells her that he doesn't have anything to say to her or James and asks her to please stop berating Ariana. Um, This is clearly not how Kristen envisioned the conversation going because she immediately flips the switch, and she gets teary-eyed, and emotional and she says that her concern about his relationship with ariana is coming from a place of love because when relationships start out with dishonesty they don't end well and she's just looking out for him (laughs) well tom also sees right through this and is like we didn't start out dishonestly and Kristen once again tries to get him to admit that he slept with ariana like while they were still together but he still denies it says it never happens so she flips her switch again she's like well this tactic isn't working this tactic isn't working like mm-hmm. she's just doing whatever she can to get him to like sympathize with her or, like be nice to her or whatever so now she's got an attitude and she says do you want me to be happy for you you and ariana i can't do that i want you to be happy but only if it's not with her and i'm like what a <laughs> fucking thing to say like, yeah. you can't dictate how he's going to be happy anymore. I mean, you you never can anyway. But, like, you can't say you can only be happy but not with Ariana. Right. But that's not how that works. Ugh. She's so Tom, bitter. She is so bitter. Tom says, Ariana and I are happy. We have a great relationship. And we have a great friendship. And Kristen is like, yeah, I remember those days. 
Like, I remember when we were like that. (laughs) She is so desperate for Tom to be like, I still love you. I made a mistake. Like, Ariana doesn't mean anything to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't even think she really likes James. I think she's just with him to, like, piss Tom off. Yeah, to have somebody so she's not single. Yeah. I think is like, like if Tom was like, I want to get back together today, she would pretend like she didn't even know James yep, existed. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah. Eventually, Tom just has to be very real with her and says, "I don't want to be around you anymore, Kristen. I don't want you to be a part of my life. Let's just ignore each other." And so she leaves. The whole thing was just a really, really bad look for her. So, like, I don't blame her for not wanting to rewatch mm-hmm. this season. And maybe that's why she didn't continue on her podcast with the um like the rewatch for the season. Okay. I wouldn't want to watch myself in this situation either. I'd be like, I look fucking stupid. That's yeah. desperate. Yeah. But on the other hand, it we usually act that way when we are made to feel like not good enough mm-hmm. by our partners, you know, or when you're in a very manipulative, like narcissistic relationship and you feel like you're just not enough. And that is when you become desperate to like, try to win them back or like prove that you are enough. So, I mean, yes, she looks desperate and it's not a good look, but I, I get why she's doing it. Like what is happening here Mm -hmm. for her? So it is really sad. When Ariana comes home, both Toms are so happy to see her. Schwartz says that he was just pretend scrolling on his phone the whole time. Like even doing the thumb movement, like was pretend (laughs) he wasn't actually scrolling. (laughs) That would be me um, too. Though. I'd be like, yeah, like secretly like, listening. But yeah, <laughs> he says that what he actually wanted to do was tell Kristen off because she's been one of the people people perpetuating these rumors about Schwartz and about Katie. But of mm-hmm. course, he was too much of a pussy to actually say anything. Um, but he does say that him and Katie are doing really well and they're having really great sex and everything seems to be getting back to normal between them. So that's good to hear. Yep. At Sir, Lisa and Natalie are putting flower arrangements together when Vale shows up late. And Lisa's <laughs> like, that's a big no in my book. Like, don't mm-hmm. show up late. And then we suddenly, like, tumble into Vale's history with substance abuse. Oh, yeah. It was very, like, straight to that. And I'm Yeah. Like, yeah. Did, we, did I miss something? Like, no. They just, there was no yeah. really transition. They just Mm-mm. started talking about it. And she says that early in her career, she was on The Young and the Restless for about three years, and she started to get in trouble with drugs when she got into the Hollywood scene. And I was like, is Young and the Restless the Hollywood scene? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that soap opera is a really Hollywood scene, but okay. Um, and then Lisa randomly tells her to just stay far away from Jax. I'm like, there was so much information packed into this like two-second scene that I, I don't almost- even think is like has anything to do with the show at all no and i feel like there probably was so much more and they edited it just to that mm-hmm. little snippet and maybe they yeah. wanted to show like she had an unstable past and like you said if it's a foreshadowing thing like maybe that's why they had the snippet with lisa saying like yeah from jack kind of thing like right but the drug thing does like does it's that have anything to do with what happens with her i feel like if it doesn't like what was the point <laughs> I didn't even remember her. So that's about how long she sticks around. (laughs) (laughs) Christina, Katie, and Stassi are at a place called Duff's Cake Mix. 
making a cake for Peter's birthday. Um, I can't tell if this place still exists or not. There is a website, but then when you like go to the location, it says location closed. So like I, it's up for debate. I don't know. I thought it was a cool concept. It was. Yeah. Like we don't have anything that brought like that around here. Right. Mm -mm, Not that I know of. Hmm. So you basically, you go in and you get to make and decorate like a pretty extravagant cake and like the cake makers help you with it. It was pretty cool. So yeah, I don't I don't know if they're still open. If you live in LA, let us know if Duff's cake mix is still a thing. Um, when the guy helping them asks what color the cake is gonna be, Stasi says gold, and then Katie suggests silver and gold, and Stasi says, Nope, just gold. And apparently, like <laughs> Stasi's word is the only one that counts because That's that was it. the end of that. Yeah. Final say. Yep. Um, speaking of silver and gold, Katie has on a chunky mixed metal chain necklace like mm-hmm. half is gold and half is silver in 2014 that necklace is everywhere now like every jeweler is selling a mixed metal necklace so mm-hmm. that was like kind of crazy to see maybe that was like the beginning of like transitioning yeah maybe it was me i just don't ever remember it ever being a thing like until now so i don't know if it just like I missed that or it never became a thing here. I don't know, but yeah, we had definitely had different, different trends out here in the Midwest. (laughs) That is for sure. Um, They are still talking about Katie and Schwartz's relationship. And Stassi thinks, thinks that Katie should put her foot down and tell Schwartz who he can and cannot be friends with. And that's honestly absurd. Um, Katie is not his mother. And she says that after um, her talk with Schwartz, he assured her that she will always come first and her feelings will always be considered. And she felt like telling him he can't be friends with Jax would be trying to win a fight when what she would lose would be so much greater. And I Mm -hmm. thought that was so well said. Like, it's pick your battles, you know, like, otherwise you're going to lose something really important. Yeah. You have to be right about every single little battle in your relationship. But Sassy does, so. <laughs> well, that's why she's with shitty Patrick right now. Um, <laughs> we haven't even met him yet, have we? I know. You don't want to. He's the worst. Okay. Um, but we will. He'll, co- he'll come around. You'll see. Um, Katie, I do think, is like very overshadowed by Stassi. I think that she mm-hmm. has a good head on her shoulders, but Stassi is so much she's so bossy and like so much louder about her feelings that Katie's like level headedness gets lost. Like it doesn't get heard. Yeah. I really do like Katie. Yeah, I do too. Um, Stassi talks a lot about Katie being a doormat, but if Katie is a doormat, Stassi is the door. Like nothing gets through. (laughs) It's like, she don't let anything in. No other opinions, no other people. Like this, leave it at the door. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, take a step back and realize there's a different perspective than hers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think it's like the next day after they've dropped off the cake to Peter and Stassi, Katie and no, let me try that again. I think it's the next day after they have dropped off the cake to Peter that Stassi and Katie go back to Katie's apartment because they're wearing different clothes, but they're telling yeah, about how they went to the cake making place. 
I thought the same thing because I was like, they were not wearing that under the aprons. No. And like Stassi's hair was down. She had it pulled back in the scene before. So I think they like made the cake and then they dropped it off like the next day or something. Yeah. And then after they dropped it off, they went to Katie's apartment. And Schwartz is there. And not 30 seconds after they arrive, Stassi is interrogating Schwartz about why he's still friends with Jax. I'm like, dude, uh, this subject is dead. Let it fucking go. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I was Katie, I would be like, Stassi, I need you to leave this alone. Like, you've said your piece. And Tom and I have talked about it. And we're fine. And, like, thank you for standing up for me and being my friend. But I've got it from here. Like, yeah. I don't need you to say anything else about it. You're just making it worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that, um, I don't know. I think that this is part of the reason that everybody is like, Katie, you're like up Stassi's ass so much. Just because she doesn't ever stand up to her. Like she doesn't yeah. ever voice her opinion to Kate to Stassi. And when she does and Stassi shuts it down, Katie shuts down. Right. And Katie probably just feels like, there's no point with Stassi. Probably. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not going to win. So why waste my breath? And why, yeah. like, put myself in a position to have confrontation with Stassi when it's not going to go anywhere but Stassi's way? That's true. Yeah. Tom says that she's biased about the situation, which she is, and that she just keeps breathing more life into this Jax thing and that she has to let it go, which I also agree with. Mm-hmm. And then... Katie does a complete 180 in her confessional and says that the most responsible thing that Tom can do is to cut Jax out of his life. And I'm like, Wait, uh, that's yeah. not what you said yesterday. Right. Like, where did that come from? Because that is not, that was not your tone. Right. I think personally that Katie should take a break from her friendship with Stassi. <laughs> like maybe everybody's onto something when they're like, oh, Stassi's got you on a leash or where's Stassi at? Like, you know. Yes. She's heavily, heavily influenced by Stassi. Yes. Yeah. And she just doesn't have, she just can't hold her own when it comes to Stassi. And I think that that's like holding her back. Yeah. Like she has a lot of her own good thoughts, but like when Stassi's around, she doesn't get to voice any of them or like Mm -hmm. they don't matter. Only Stassi's opinion matters. And then she like suppresses them around people because if Stassi's there, like it's not going to fly. So she just right. like, I just want to say it. Yeah. But then she'll say stuff in her confessional. And it's like, mm, I should have <laughs> said that. <laughs> I didn't talk about this, but earlier in the episode, Ariana points out that Jax and Stassi are essentially doing the same thing, but from different ends. And this scene right here just proves that she's right. Like Stassi thinks mm-hmm. that Jax isn't a good friend and that Tom is different around Jax and blah, blah, blah. But Stassi actually treats Katie the same way that Jax treats Tom. Yep. The only difference is that like she's not spreading rumors about Katie. But yeah, yeah, they, they yeah, she treats them the same way. So I'm like, I think you need to check yourself a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. So that is where the episode ends. Um, so like you said, it wasn't like there wasn't too, too much drama. Kristen was most of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There wasn't anything like explosive. It wasn't, you know, any fallouts or cliffhangers really. But yeah, Kristen just. <laughs> yeah, she's a lot. She's, she's a, lot. a lot. And I just don't understand how James. I like, don't know. I think how he's he deals with... drunk. He just needs to be. A, he just 
keep Chris around and tell him that he has a big dick. Yeah, basically. And because she's hot. I mean, I don't think she's hot, but he thinks she's hot. <laughs> yeah. Which maybe he's just into the older girls. I guess so. So anyway, um, please make sure you're following along um, on Apple or Spotify. Follow along on our Instagram. Let us know if you want to hear anything else. Go ahead and rate us. Give us the five stars. You can give us one star if you want. We won't be mad at you, but like at least tell us why so we can change something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell us back. Yeah. And yeah, we'll be back next week with episode eight. See you next Tuesday.